0: I'm Barry Worthington.
1: And I'm the Northwest singer.
0: And this is the Progressive Unity Podcast. How are we doing, Logan? Very well, thank you, Barry. Thanks for, for joining us today. We're going to have a bit of a chat about yourself, your your history of supporting the Latics, and a certain song that had a bit of an injection of uh, a a new verse. So we'll come to that later on. So when I take you back a few months here, Mm. the first time you ever spoke to me, you know how to make a man feel really old. Do you remember (laughs) what you said to me? Your first words... Yeah, yeah, I just had a thought about it before and I'm positive it was
1: something on the lines of, do you know me dad or you know me dad, don't you? <laughs> <That's something laughs> that was
0: exactly it, yeah, you know my <laughs> dad, don't you? Yeah. I do know your dad, big Lasix fan, used to come to Springfield Park with me and, and uh, a few other lads back in the non-league days. Great sound. Mm-hmm. Does that lead a little bit into into why you're a Lasix fan through the family?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Latix has been the longest thing in our family. It's something that's been consistent throughout my whole life. It's something I've always known, you know, always been accustomed to. Um I used to go back in the day at Springfield but I've been I've been personally watching Lattix since the early nineties. Um the John Dean days. You know, when we were pulling around about 1500 at Springfield Park, and you know, it was back then they didn't even know if the club were going to survive uh, with, with what was going on then. Yeah, we didn't have many fans back then, and uh, it wasn't the best of times. I think we got relegated the first season that I started supporting them. That would have <laughs> um, been
0: about be, be, like, 92, 93, that one. Yeah,
1: it something on those lines, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's when I started supporting them. I went and started going with me. Uh, my dad, our granddad, he died in the mid to early 90s, uh, but he was obviously going with us and, um, and my brother. It's just been something in the family for ages and now I've, I've just got my lads' first season ticket. He's been to the, the stadium... A few times and watching games, but we're never committed to a, a season ticket because obviously it's 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 expensive for everybody to go and you know bills are astronomical at the moment and I don't own a fortune if I'm being honest. You know I just play the pubs and clubs at Wigan, so just trying to make a living.
0: Back in those early days, once you get the bug, it's it's perseverance It no, but you can't shake it off. It's in your DNA, as we like to say, and you can't shake it off. So what a journey we've been on over that time. I mean, you mentioned the Dave Potts actually took us down. Our first relegation as a football league club, we managed to get a day of wheeling in and mm. everything took off. So as you're growing up, the club's on the rise with you as you're rising through yeah. through your life. I've said, I've
1: said this to numerous people. I say this to my son all the time. And, and I said this to uh, this young lad who was with his dad at the FA Cup dinner that, You know, stick with the club. It's an amazing club to support. I've had an incredible journey supporting this team because I remember going, like back in the 90s in Wigan, the majority of people were either fans of Wigan rugby or they were fans of United, were massive back in the 90s. Even obviously Liverpool from the back end of the 80s. And these were the teams that the majority of the kids at school supported. So I used to get, you know, the Mick taken out on me all the time for being a Latix fan, but obviously it was in my blood. So yeah, when they they started turning things around, and then obviously they got promoted from the old division three with Roberto and Isidro and Jesus and Ian Kilford and Graham Jones and David Lowe and all those, you know, those were my heroes back in the day. And then, we stayed in the old Division 2 for a bit, and Paul Jewell came along, and then the
0: rest is history, innit? You know what I mean? Isn't it just? What a journey to be a young lad. Uh, your own town mm-hmm. club, the club you support, and a minute all, all the way to the promised land, so people say, you know, the Premier League. So in this time, you're, you're growing up and, you, and you start, uh, you're start starting off on a career, you, you want to be the next Elvis, shall I say? No. <laughs> the next Richard Ashcroft, maybe. All right, then. All right, the next Richard Ashcroft. <laughs> your music and your football did the intertwine during those years as you're growing up?
1: Basically, I was doing a lot of cover stuff. Um, I used to do a lot of swing music, Frank Sinatra at weddings and all that, you know, because it was it it paid well and it was a good way to learn your craft. And yeah, I, I don't know whether the the music and the football all sort of coincided. I think I kept it separate for a long time, and the only it, it, it sort of started to coincide when I wrote the song, which was only recent. Um, you know, I had played at the stadium before um under an old stage name but that was just for party nights like like you do and um, i rebranded as, as the Northwest Singer last year basically during the pandemic obviously there was no gigs to be had i'd done this forever full time since i was 17 18 in the pubs and clubs and weddings and on the circuit and yeah it's like the pandemic killed everything it was um uh, with the music industry and all the gig scene and I'm 35 now, so I went on the tools. I took jobs where I could just get a bit of money to pay bills for the mortgage and the family, because I've, I've got a wife and I've got kids. And uh, yeah, it got to a stage where I just had enough of doing a proper job, and I thought I'd go back to uh, mm-hmm. trying to milk a living, and <laughs> uh, that's what I did. Uh, and I rebranded as the Northwest Singer because, and it wasn't to sort of step on people's toes. It was, it was what I what I remember before the pandemic was when you have a stage name for example people have to remember that stage name it's got to be catchy you've got to be able to spell it right to put it into google to find the person again now I always found that that was quite a that was a big barrier um so I was like if I was personally searching for a singer for an event whether it was a wedding or a birthday what would I search for and I was like Wigan singer singer northwest and then I just came up with the northwest singer and it was just a way of making sure that I was in the mix of, of you know, if people were looking for a singer and it, and it worked, it really did work. It was, a, I couldn't believe that nobody else had already taken it. Do you know what I mean? Cause it, it was 2022 when I came up with this, I couldn't yeah. believe that nobody else had done this before and yeah, it, it worked really well. So that, that was, that's, that's where it all came from. And then obviously writing the song, in October last year, and it just did really well. Like, I didn't expect it to take me, like, to get me even on this bloody podcast
0: with you, mate. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I didn't expect any of this. It was just rope for a bit of fun in my house. We talked about the good times and and how we've we under Paul Jewell, Dave Wheeler, and etc. We, we reached the, the Premier League, and then the wheels came off a little bit. We got relegated, but it was still it was still fun. We're still enjoying ourselves. And then the wheels really did come off <laughs> uh, during during the pandemic, you know, it was oh, yeah. interesting to admi- administration and, and it was Desperado, weren't it? It was terrible times. And then we've come out of that. We had a fantastic season under the Phoenix 21 uh, group, the first season where we, we won the league and everything yeah. was buzzing and everybody was high. You know, little did we know what was around the corner, but... During that time, did that give you the inspiration? You said you did the song in October 2022 last year, you wrote the song then. Was it the feeling off the promotion season that gave you that inspiration? I think
1: so, yeah. It was just what happened was in October, I'm sure it was around this time when I wrote the song, was it was when we started going on a bit of a dip in the championship with Liam Richardson. Now I still think the world of Liam Richardson of what he did for our club. I think you know, you know, he's 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 a top bloke for doing what he did, uh, and I've got the utmost respect for him. And it felt a bit weird. I've not taken him out of the song with this new version because I've kept the old song available. So that'll be I still believe. But this is I still believe twenty twenty three, and the reason what inspired me to write this new verse or change the third verse to input dancing instead of um, Talal and obviously Sean Maloney instead of Liam Richardson was, you know, a fresh start. And I spoke with Sean Maloney at the FA Cup dinner and I also spoke with him at the networking event. And you can't ask you the passion that he's got for the club. You know, he's an ex-Wigan legend as it is. And I'll be honest, mate, when I was going around Wigan performing, I still believe, after the non-payments and the issues the club were having, it felt really awkward singing the Tal but I'll be honest with you, it felt really awkward and I was just like, oh, it's ruining the song, it's sort of making me not want to sing it. So I thought, yeah, let's give it a bit of an update. And then when I started singing it with the updated verse, like, you know, people really took to it and it was like they felt proud of it again. That's a bitter, it sort of left us with the Talal situation because everyone could say, you know, we're grateful for them to save us as a club. But those last few months were just, well, that last season was just a shambles, wasn't it?
0: From uh, November onwards... Yeah, I understand where you're coming from about singing. I still believe, and you know, thank you, Phoenix Twenty One, and all that. Yeah, just, you know, we all Al came along. He's a Wigan hero,
1: rising from the ashes. This is what we do. We are little Wigan, little Wigan through and through. See, the Phoenix bat doesn't bother me to not change that because we obviously had the Phoenix stand at Springfield's Park. Park, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and so the Phoenix has been associated with the club for ages. Um, but yeah, singing. Talal came along, he's a Wigan hero. It, it's very controversial because I know I can hear my dad in the back of the head right now. He's obviously not here, but I can hear what he would be saying right now. He'd probably say, <laughs> I don't say too much because, you know, they did save the club and that deserved respect and stuff. But I think the part that really got to me as a fan of the club, and I can only speak on my behalf, it was saying that it was going to happen, then it didn't. And it was sort of keeping us yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, It's it's oh, it's coming tomorrow, it's coming this week, it's coming this week, and that's when it's, you start getting to the stage of, oh, I'm not into this anymore, you know. To take, a, potentially have lost a club that I've been supporting my whole life, which I was looking forward to my future family supporting, yeah, that was very personal for me, personally, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, Logan, when the mantra is, Actions speak louder than words, and all yeah. the wo- <laughs> I'd said to them, Well, they certainly do because your words meant nothing, uh, which yeah. is a shame, it, it, it's a
1: real shame. So it was, so, we adapted them as Wiganers, you know what I mean? I remember that Talal is the Wiganer the last day of the season, you know, like when we got promoted, he was his face was plastered on the stadium. We did the video, like it was the video was just done with me and a friend, it, um, he does, um, he works for a a YouTuber, a golfer, professional, and he does the videos for him. who has got millions of subscribers or something like that. And he said he'd do the video for I Still Believe. And we, we tried to get in touch with the club, but we didn't have much luck. So we thought, oh, we'll just do it in all the places that the fans know. So that's the reason why I took it to first, second and third half, because of obviously the Springfield Park days, which obviously I remember. And then we went to uh, Berryford Street, you know, because that's where we've always walked to the matches over the Leeds and Liverpool Canal. Uh, bridge and then outside the stadium and then there was obviously the the big banner of Talal outside the stadium it looked great, magnificent believe and then lo and behold we had all this um, being messed around and yeah it didn't really leave on a good note did it? You've already said what
0: sort of give you the inspiration to write the new verse, and and you've spoken, <laughs> you've spoken with Sean Maloney and and his passion. How long did it take you to write that verse? I mean, was it a matter of just sitting down and the words came out and they they all fell together, or or did you have to really think about it?
1: Um, yeah, it sort of it came together really from the original song and like so the whole song is exactly the same as I said besides the third verse now the original third verse was almost down and out the dream was up in smoke then Talal came along he's a Wigan hero rising from the ashes this is what we do we are little Wigan little Wigan through and through so it just made sense to put uh, dancing in there and obviously he's, he's he is a Wiganer he's from Wigan so it was like dancing came home it just felt right do you know what I mean? And um, so, almost down in the, lake, the dream was up in smoke and dancing came home. He's a Wigan hero. It just felt right to sing that. And then with Sean Maloney, obviously, I said, We'll follow you to glory. We will love you all to death. And singing Oh, Sean Maloney's Mighty Ticks are the best. Um, it was great to get ticks in there. And putting Oh, Sean Maloney was obviously because of the Hokey Pokey song that we sing, The Oh, <laughs> Sean Maloney. So, yeah, it felt right. And it didn't take long to come up with it, it didn't take long to write the original song which I was surprised at, it just sort of all fell into one. I don't know whether that's just how long I've been watching the club and that I know the club personally. I'm, ne- I'm never going to claim that I'm the biggest fan out of our our group. You know what I mean? Far from it, because I know there's people who, who have been supporting, you know, a lot longer than me and going home and away no matter what. Um, so I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan, but I have been a, a lifelong fan and I still am a lifelong fan and I always will be.
0: Yeah, I, I don't buy into this anyway, who's the biggest fan and who's not the biggest fan. We're all we all love the club and that's all what matters, full stop. Yeah. I mean people can't make every game for different reasons. I've not missed an own game since two thousand and one. But that doesn't mean that I'm a, a bigger fan than, than somebody who've missed out for last season. It just means yeah. I've been privileged enough to go through the full to go to every game. I've not, yeah, yeah, up, yeah. And, and yeah. I've not been hit with sickness and all the rest of it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We love the club, and that's all what matters. Let's let's get down to the brass tacks then. This song is going to be released, isn't it? So yeah,
1: so basically the song is out for pre-sale now. I've done it as a pre-sale um because it means that if Lots of people bought it now on the day of release, which is uh, the 28th of July. So it's being released for pre-sale today. It's actually being released on the 28th of uh, July. And the reason for that is so all the sales can count towards release day and it gives us a better chance of making a bit more noise and the reason why I've done it for this week is because if by some miracle, loads of people get behind it or loads of fans get behind it, like if we had about a thousand of the Latics fans get behind it, I'm convinced it would chart in the top 20, uh, top 40. After the research I've done, it that sounds about right. So basically it would mean that the first game of the season against Derby, if we hit if we if we sell enough, we'll be in the charts for the first game against Derby.
0: Yeah, what a way to start the season that, Logan. That that,
1: that, that was the idea behind it. Do you know what I mean? It would just that would just be bonkers. That like, like Wigan would be, we could be uh, top of the league in the charts before we're top of the league in the uh, League One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially as we started on minus four. You know, uh, sorry, minus eight, isn't it? Oh, minus eight. Mate, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so let's have a little bit of let's have a little bit of joy. But we can chip away at that with a good result at Derby. So that'd be brilliant, be charting and going to Pride Park full of pride because we're in the charts and, and yeah. putting it in a good performance. So where can people download from? How do they download it? iTunes, Amazon music, you can stream it off Spotify,
1: all the mainstream platforms where you get your music from, you can get it. And it's I Still Believe 2023. It's not the original I Still Believe. So I Still Believe 2023. I Still Believe
0: 2023.
1: 2023. That that's it, yeah. And yeah. I, look, I don't know how it's going to go. I fund all this myself. You know, this is just, it's something that's just grown since that song sort of was written, really. Um, and it's taken me on this sort of journey of writing more music and and people following along. And it's, it's really nice. You know, yeah, I get the odd bit of trolling, but everybody does it is what it is but I've also had a hell of a lot of support from really nice people from Wigan and that's that's incredible you know I I think it'd be amazing if the club got behind the song but that's up to them but I think no matter what happens whether the club get behind it or not the song's there for the fans and I thought it would be great to write a song because we've had enough history now to be able to you know Chelsea have got one Liverpool have got one Newcastle have got one Blackburn have got one, like all these clubs had them. we had Will Griggs on fire which was phenomenal do you know what I mean like what that noise created for the club I'll be honest I've been watching Latics since 90, the early 90s I've never known a buzz with a song like that before mm. I remember seeing that video that away day when they were all in the pub all the fans and they were singing and they were going mad for it and I knew numerous people in that video and I I, like, I weren't in that room at the time I couldn't believe it. You could feel like, the energy. I, I remember going to Nottingham Forest away years ago. I remember some bloke stood up trying to get everyone singing, You Are My Sunshine, and nobody had joined in. And I was trying to, like, you know what I mean? And I remember in around and going, You're you boring gets and this, that, and the other. And then this happens, like Sean Keno comes in, does Will Griggs on fire, and it just absolutely made everybody go nuts. Mm. It would be great to get that sort of passion back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether this song will do it. Um, but it would be great to inject some passion back into the fan base. You know, it was like watching Wigan versus Norwich City at at the DW last season. I know this is probably gonna be controversial because everyone's got the fans that they're not big fan that they don't like, but Norwich played awful. They played awful, and it was a hell of a journey to come to Wigan on that day. And they would not shut up. They wouldn't mm. shut up. Their fans yeah. did not shut up from the start to the finish. It was like they'd just come to jump up and down and sing. Yeah. And they had a great time. Seriously, they had such a good time. It would be great to inject some of that passion back into the squad, uh, into the fans. You know, it, I know as a performer myself that when you've got a passionate audience, you do better. And I think that's what Sean Maloney and the lads—that's what they need. They need us to get behind him and say, "You know what? Even if we finish tenth this season, you are ours. And our team—we're backing you, and we've got your back." And do you know what I mean? Like, do you think Will Grigg could have potentially have been the superstar that he was without that song? Like, I think that did push him. I'll be honest with you. Got him yeah.
0: capped for Ireland, do you know what I mean? Like, I think it was probably the 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 most famous football song of, of all time. Now that it's even play the they what, play song
1: Sean did with that. Just a guy sat like we're having the conversation now on Zoom. He was in front of his webcam. Just did that. I know me and him don't agree with what rugby teams we support because obviously I'm a bit of a an anomaly with that, and that's a long story behind that. But, you know, at the end of the day, he did an amazing
0: job with what he did for Latics. you know, and the hat goes off to him. He even played it at the World Cup final, didn't they? and the Champions League final. And that came from, like you said, Sean slapping his head and sh- sh- shouting, Come on. Come <laughs> on, Six.
1: Like, it's like brilliant. Yeah. Do
0: you know what I mean? Like, you'll get a goosebumps, don't you, when you hear If you're driving your car and it comes on the radio, you know. You stop singing Free From Desire and start singing yeah. Will Griggs on Fire. You sat in traffic or wherever you are, you know, because it, it it's just there. It didn't work with any
1: other player, though, like where people started wanting to sing it with other players' names. And I think we tried it with like Will Keen and, and yeah. all that, you know what I mean? Because obviously Will Griggs weren't here anymore and it just was never
0: the same. No. It was just Will Griggs. And when we beat yeah. Man City 1 0, it just had to be Gosh. Will, Will Griggs who scored Real. the That's <laughs> it, you know. Unreal. Yeah, it's fabulous. That just look at a quick look ahead. You've mentioned there about the season, about us uh, finishing tenth, and it doesn't matter. I 100 percent agree with you. This season, whatever happens, doesn't matter. We've got a football club. I mean, we've already brought some some half decent signings. Out, I think Maloney's is remoulding his team. How do, you, how do you see us going this season? I see there's. I see Sean's got um, ambition to do something special. I, you
1: can tell he's building um and that's exciting um it was really great to hear him speak at the networking event i went to that um because obviously i've got a small local business with the northwest singer and i thought it might be a good way to sort of introduce myself to other businesses if they were having christmas dues and stuff like that do you know what i mean because obviously i play a lot of those um but obviously i got to speak with sean maloney i got to hear him speak on the mic and gregor and in the most excited player I'm looking for, there's two who I'm excited to see this year, is Charlie Hughes and Sam Tickle. They're the two players that I've got my eye out for because they couldn't speak highly enough of Charlie Hughes. They were just like, this guy is ready. And they were even, I don't know, it came across like, you know, maybe one day we might even come across the dilemma of he gets offered to go somewhere else or whatever, you know, um, because he's such a talented lad. But Sean did say that, from what I remember, obviously, that we would like to be the club to take him, uh, you know, we want to go with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could I could be honest with you, Barry. I could I can see us pushing playoffs. Why not? You know, I can see us pushing playoffs this year. I was I sort of had the art uh, Sean Maloney kept came across like he was saying that anything except relegation is acceptable for us this season. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, with the with the, who he's brought in, who's stuck around, I don't know, the the feel of the, of the club at the moment feels so much different and positive, which is which is great. Yeah, I can see us pushing for playoffs. I was a bit of excitement <laughs> against uh, Bolton Wanderers, maybe,
0: or something like that. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I think the... as uh, we don't lose against them, I'm not bothered. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing, isn't it? You, you just take it one game at a time. I'm, I'm sure they'll be trying to win every game they play. And, and you, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, we've... Uh, in our last three uh winning seasons when we won this division, check eight points off us, we still finished in the playoffs in each season. So I, I I think though it's just keeping them expectations down and realistic and then just hoping, you know, that we're gonna have a, a a season we enjoy. I think I think that's the main thing this year. A season we I think
1: enjoy. The part that's excites me as well is is um see I'm a firm believer in um You know, we're humans at the end of the day and sometimes it doesn't work out for players at other clubs, but they have got the ability to do something special. It's just that they've just not been able to showcase it yet because the chemistry's not been right with where they've been at previously. So I think there are a few players who have come to us now who, if Sean can really get the best out of them, I think we can make a really, really good team. Hopefully this year, if we if we don't make playoffs and we don't and we we sit in the league comfortably for example, I would like it this season to showcase what's going to come next season. If that makes sense, where you can see it all coming together. Oh, okay, we need to fill the right side. Or okay, you know, you can tell Sean's got some more work to do on the left hand side, or whatever, or in the center, or up front, or wherever at the back. You know, if we can see that. And then, yeah, next season after this one, if if that's going to be our promotional push, I don't know. All I can tell you, mate, is that whatever happens, I'll support this club no matter where we're at, whether we're in the, in the non-league, whether we're in the Premier League, I'm wigging till I die, no matter what.
0: Brilliant. Thanks for joining us, Logan. It's been No, thanks for having me on, mate.
1: I, you know, I, I respect you massively as a Latics fan. I know my dad does and uh yeah it's been it's been stop having a chat, chat with you and to everybody who's listened to it um you know if you if you can get behind the song please do if you can share it if you can get you know i think it's only 79 p or something like that but if we get enough fans if we got if we literally got the away following that we get to get behind this song you know we we could put a wigan athletic song in the charts in the first game of the season i think that would be pretty cool personally
0: brilliant and we'll we'll play out with the final of us as well so uh, brilliant fantastic thank you very much logan it's been a pleasure Cheers, up the ticks come up
1: on Then <laughs> dancing came home he's a Wigan hero rising from the ashes this is what we do we are little Wigan, little Wigan, through and through Oh, Sean Maloney, you were one of a kind Thank you for believing in our darkest times We'll follow you to glory, we love you all to death Singing, oh, Sean Maloney's mighty takes are the best Oh, I still believe Oh, I still believe Oh, I still believe Oh, I still believe Still believe